Yeah, so 100%. In that same vein, how how can people go out and get that kind of assistant, that clinical research assistant type role, um, in your opinion, to kind of give them a little bit of experience before, you know, they apply on to, you know, something bigger and better? Yeah. So you want to start those conversations. So you first, if you're in, um, let's just say you're in Arizona, you want to go and you want to find the clinical research centers in Arizona near you. Speak to those um, site directors, speak to a lead study coordinator, express your interest in learning more about clinical research um, and see if they will give you an opportunity to do five or so hours a week, you know, helping with chart review or, um, you know, organizing lab kits or organizing, you know, um, creating source folders or anything like that. Just ask start the conversation, ask. There's so many things that we do on a day-to-day basis, especially on a site level, that if someone had came to me and said, hey, I'll just organize your lab kits, I'll say, uh, when can you start? You know, like, exactly. and that's, your, exactly. that's your way in. That's your way in. And then you, from there, you, you say, well, um, I would be interested in learning a little bit more about um, how you recruit for patients. And then you just continue to span, you know, it's like water, one drop, and then it just spreads out. You just mm-hmm. get in and you just kind of spread out and just learn all you can. There's nothing, there's nothing that, um, you sh- that should be beneath you. You should just say, hey, I'm willing, I'm open to learning because, you know, two, three months from now, if there's an opening or they get a new study and they say, hey, we need another assistant, they're going to look to you because you've been there, you know the processes, you you know, so that's a, a easier way to get a job because you've been there and they know you, they know your work ethic. So you got to, you know, those are the some of the starting points there. Right. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, those gems right there for the for the audience. Yeah. Um, so after you did the CRC thing, you went on to do CRA. And mm-hmm. then after you did CRA for a while, you then went on to uh, do project management. Mm-hmm. Um, what interested you about making that transition from really the clinical side to project management? Because I started on the project management side, actually. And then I went to uh, then I went to CRA, but I got my start in, on the project management side. Yeah, well, see, everyone has a different direction. So at that time, I think um, I was starting to lean towards family. You know, um, I recently married and, you know, starting to lean towards, hey, kids and, you know, kids being in the pipeline. And, you know, can I really keep up this um, eight to 10 days on site as a CRA? And so that's where I started thinking, okay, where do I where am I going to be in five years and what do I need to start doing now? Because um, that's, you know, you need, you can't just say, okay, I have kids now what, you know, you got to start planning a little bit ahead of time. So that's where I said, okay, so what can I continue to do in this space, but, uh, and make an impact, but not necessarily travel as much. And so that's when I um, learned about the clinical trial manager, you know, sometimes it's interchangeably used as project manager. It just really depends on the the company, but that's when I got my first exposure. And again, with that one, I came in as an in-house CRA. And so they were looking for an in-house CRA. So someone who wasn't traveling, but help, you know, traveling a little bit, but not as much as, you know, the, the CRAs that are on the road, you know, eight to 10 days um, per month. So right. they were looking for an in-house CRA. And after, you know, again, 
three to four months, they were like, would you be interested in managing this project? Um, it's a phase four study. It's observational. It's not as intense as a phase one. Wow. And so, you know, and so that's when I, I said, yeah, you know, and okay. And so it was a lot of these things too are you have your SOPs and then it's on the job learning. It's uh, figuring it out, you know, kind of, you know, you don't want to make too many uh, major mistakes, but you know, it's the SOPs following the protocol, but some of this, some of this is just on the job learning, asking your colleagues, you know, pulling from past experiences. So I was able to attend that, you know, I mean, attend to that role, that clinical trial manager. I had to plan an investigators meeting and I was like, plan an investigators meeting? And I was like, <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and then, but then I was like, but you've attended 15 of them. So let's right. just flip it around. Okay. If you're not an attendee and you're planning it, what do you need to do? So there's a lot of things that you'll get in your experience as a study coordinator or even a CRA that you wouldn't you wouldn't think that would uh, that would not transfer. They do transfer. You just have to look at it from a different perspective. So look at it from top down versus you know going up. So um, you just have to you you can do it with the skill set and the eagerness to learn. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, very very good information there. So um, with your time as a project manager, mm -hmm. um, well, I guess one thing I want to unpack there is. Mm -hmm. You started out as an in-house CRA at that company, but you already had previous CRA experience at that time. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So it's not like you were just, you started as an in-house CRA, then moved to project manager. Yeah, um, no. Now, was this company like a, a very large company or was it a small company? No. Because typically they give you those opportunities at smaller companies. Where exactly. you can just move like that. Right on. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, it was a small biotech in San Diego. San Diego is a big hub for biotech companies. There's so mm -hmm. many biotech companies out there. Opportunity, you know, um, there's not a lot of more steps than you would see as a CRO. You know, CRO, you have to come in, you have to, you know, show two, three years experience before they will bump you up to the next level. At a small biotech, if you can show that you can do it, you may be bumped up within less than a year, you know, but it's, it's right. your working with your eagerness, your collaboration, you know, they're not just going to just do it for anyone, but if they can see a, a, sh a shining light out of you, they're like, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a good one to keep and let's see how we can continue to promote within. So yes, those small biotechs are excellent opportunities um, to advance to project manager sooner than you would probably at a CRO. Right. I would that would you say that's true for like many positions? Like even if someone wants to go from like an in-house CRA to a field monitor CRA, oh, yeah. um, would uh -huh. you think those opportunities are there at smaller biotechs too? Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. The smaller because you have to think. I think our clinical department was 17 people, and we uh -huh. had 10 studies going on. You know, and then but we had. Um, D that, that 17 people was made up of DM and, you know, the stats um, group and the medical monitor. So there weren't a lot of roles to do project manager or uh, CRAs. So there's a lot of opportunity at these small biotechs because it's a small group, you know, and so they're like, okay, what other skill set may you have? Are you interested? Okay, let's make sure you're trained. And yes, you want to be a CRA? You could go for it because it's not a big team to 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 uh, pull from to begin with. 
Right. It sounds like I've I've heard I've never worked for a small biotech, but I've heard it's like um, there's great opportunities, like you said, and you can wear many hats typically with exactly. lots of different experience experiences mm-hmm. all around. Exactly. I mean, I literally got exposure to DM, um, like data management and building the database during that time. I got experience. I worked very closely with the medical monitor where, you know, in a bigger company, I may never interact with the medical monitor in the same conference room, you know, almost every other meeting, you know, so there's a lot of exposure and you're, you are definitely able to wear multiple hats. And if you're interested in other roles voice that to your manager so they can know so they can look for opportunities that you may not even see they may know of a study coming up down the pipeline that they want you to head because you you voice that i would love to be a project manager or i love to be a clinical trial manager so you have to speak to your managers and you know just let them know yep okay that's good to know so for all you guys listening out there go check out those small biotechs Mm-hmm. Um, is, th- is there a place they can look or should they just Google small biotechs um, that you can kind of think of? Are there ones that they should be looking out for? Well, see, you know, let's just say San Diego, for example. If you just put biotech companies in San Diego on mm-hmm. Google, there's going to be a list and it may take you to CenterWatch or it may take you to another site that has correlated them all into one site. And so that's a good place to start. Yep. But just some quick just some quick um some quick searches. Um so yeah, you know, clinical research recruiters, um this the clinical research recruiters, they're very good too if you have some experience and you're looking to make your next move. Um, they're not necessarily good for brand new people. Um, like if you're just starting off as a CTM and you don't have any CTM experience, the clinical research recruiters, they may not be able to help you. But if you have five years or three years or two years of clinical trial management experience or even a CRA um, two or three years, they're a good resource um, because they are in contact with companies. Somebody, sometimes they'll call me and say, uh, I got a job with Sunshine Pharmaceuticals, and I'm like, Sunshine Pharmaceuticals? I've never even yeah. heard of this. You know, they'll have a, <laughs> they have a network of people that you've never even heard of, so right. it's good to get on their list. But those are for the more experienced um, people that are looking, you know, for other options outside of these bigger companies. If you, that's a clinical research recruiters are good to connect with. Okay, that's good information. That's good information. Yeah. Um, no, this is awesome because we we rarely talk about those smaller biotechs. I mention them from time to time, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't really talked to someone who's actually worked for them yet on the channel. Mm-hmm. So this is awesome. Perfect. Good. Um,